Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. That's right. Believe it or not, we are back. And by we, I mean your boy, Marcus. So little sister and I have been doing a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out what is best for everyone moving forward. And ultimately, it is a thousand percent best for my little sister to, uh, you know, keep her life private. Stay focused on her own big business ideas that are coming to fruition and uh, let the podcast as it once was now be as it will be. So like I said, welcome back to the Let's Get Lost podcast. Man, so it's good to be here though. Here's going to be the hardest part with the new podcast is talking to yourself. Now, believe it or not, even for somebody who talks as much as I do, it is extraordinarily difficult to record a podcast on your own. (laughs) You know, I have the kind of comedy and the kind of humor that my memory is, is, you know, picked up, like it starts, it kicks off typically by what other people say or do or things that I observe or things that I read. So when it comes to just sitting here by myself with all these demons in my head, trying to figure out what to say, you know, it'll, it'll lead to some interesting topics. So A big thing is trying to be more prepared, right? So with the Let's Get Lost podcast, I wouldn't say we're known for quality. I wouldn't say we're known for quantity. I would just say, I guess we're not that well known. (laughs) You know, but it really just, every time I think about it, you know, I I unfortunately tend to go to more of a depressed place, um, you know, because it's, I'm depressed and that's what it, you just, when you're depressed, you're sad. And when You're sad, your brain goes to things that, you know, typically tend to be on the negative. And now here's the nice thing about me is I've spent a lot of time and energy um, trying to figure out how to, how to, even though I am sad, like it does, it's not going to dictate or control, you know, my decisions or my opinions. And I'll tell you what, it's not a surefire method, folks. And you're going to, yeah, I'm, I got a really bad back pain going on right now, so. You might hear this old man, you know, get a little stretch in from time to time. But, you know, anyway, I digress. Um, I actually forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> well, seeing that there, that's where having a partner helps, helps a lot. Um, shit. Yes, depression. That's right. So I don't necessarily remember exactly what I was saying, but I think the gist of what I was going towards was having that knowledge that I am, in fact, depressed. And it's been a tough year for everybody. And when you're depressed, you know, that's that train of darkness, right? Having that information of just admitting or knowing that I am suffering from this situation at the moment allows me to then find the willpower within myself to sometimes push through that doubt or push through that anxiety, whatever you want to call it, and actually do it. Today was one of those days because, you know, I was bummed about... um the the podcast the old version of the podcast kind of going to bed and it's that's okay it's okay that i was bummed about something that i liked no longer being in my life right so there's nothing there's nothing weird about being upset about that the problem therein lies is when you are upset and you allow that emotion you allow that upsetness to dictate what you do next right Because that's really the problem. Everybody feels shit all the time. You're going to feel angry. You're going to feel upset. You're going to feel happy. You're going to feel horny. You're going to feel all of it. 
You're going to feel every single emotion that the spectrum of emotions has because that is called being human. We feel emotions, okay? It means we can be evil. It means we can be good. It means we can be great. But the biggest thing that typically leads to evil is when you listen to your emotions instead of learn from them, right? So instead, when you get your heart broken, instead of realizing that, man, that succubus, she ruined my life. I hate her forever. You know, and you don't, you can't let that dictate what you do. You can, because she made you upset, because she made it feel like somebody ripped your heart out and you've never been in this much pain, because humans feel emotion, that does not allow you to then try to hurt her or hurt somebody else because you feel so bad, you feel like that's your only option. Because emotions can cloud. I mean, emotions are the thickest sandstorm that anybody can ever be trapped in. It hurts. It's hot. It gets in your eyes. You get all puffy. It's, in, it's impossible. You feel like you're going to die. But sandstorms, sandstorms eventually stop. Hurricanes eventually end. Floods subside. Tornadoes go away. Do you see where I'm going with this? So if we have one flood and during that flood, we all panic like it's never coming back. Like Noah was chill, man. He's like, hey, it's a flood, y'all. I got a boat. Oh, um, it's actually just for the animals. You, but see how I built a boat? You should have seen what I was doing, built your own damn boat, because now what's going to happen, right? So you don't just change everything about your life and you don't change laws and you don't dictate behavior based off of an emotional response, right? And that's, I don't even know what the point is at this point, but it just, it matters. Understanding emotions means that you have control of them. So yeah, I mean, that's my uh, thoughts and opinions on, on that. So I went to high school back in, Went to high school back in like 2006 is when I graduated. 2006 is a long time ago. That was a different world. That was a different world. I was in high school when the first school shooting happened, the one at Columbine. When Columbine first happened, you didn't, like, that didn't happen yet. You know, most of that big killing and big shooting was reserved to like hoods and cities and, you know, not schools. Like, since when were there school shootings? You, you didn't hear about that shit ever, man. Ever. And then now it's a common place in the world. This ain't a U.S. thing. I know a lot of people like to think it is, but it is, it is a huge problem, man. Murder, death, lack of appreciation for life. And uh, you know what the ironic part about that <laughs> is the moment we started to empower everyone, that's when we stopped giving a shit about life. Like, as soon as everybody mattered, then all of a sudden nobody mattered, which is gnarly to think about because you think with exposure and experiences and, and mutual, like, cohabitation and working together, <laughs> as a species, we would be like, hey, this is probably the way to go, right? Like, I like you, you like me, we all like each other, and we're all the same. Who gives a fuck? But no, that's not what it is at all. It's at all. But you know why? Because of those fucking emotions I told you about earlier, man. Like, truly, that is what it is. We have so many people who think just because they're sad, they're in pain or they're hurting. And to you, I say, like, fuck you, man. 
That is, I, and I say that with confidence as somebody who has tried to kill himself before, right? So, like, don't come at me, oh, you've never been this sad and blah. No, I was that selfish before. And here's the thing, I'm not saying you can't. It's your life. You get to do whatever you want, but I will always, always tell you it's not worth it to kill yourself. That's what I'm talking about. For people who like to dance around it. Okay, I can promise you, I can absolutely promise you, unless it's for a medical reason, if it's only because of mental trauma, mental pain, you've been hurt mentally, okay, it is never worth it to kill yourself. And I can tell you why. Because you can be fixed because you're broken. If you're broken, you can be fixed. And that's why you can't think of it as it's okay. I mean, it's okay in the way that you shouldn't beat yourself up but it's not okay to be okay with being not okay does that make sense because <laughs> it does in my brain you need to be okay with being in pain you need to be okay with being hurt it is so important it is one of the best lessons you could ever receive as a child <laughs> is pain to feel loss to feel like sorrow and here's why, because when you collapse, when you get destroyed, when your body gets broken, your mind, excuse me, when your mind gets broken, there is never a better time to manipulate someone if you're evil or to build someone up and make them better than they were before. There's no better time. It's why, it's why terrorists do it to hostages. It's why the military does it to us. It's why the police do it to their new recruits because there is no better time in anybody's life to dictate or control their decisions than when they are damaged emotionally. Sound familiar news outlets? <laughs> Sound familiar any government that has ever existed? I don't know if this is the way to go. Am I going to be the crazy guy on Twitch spreading shit? No, I'm not. Because at the end of the day, circling back, as a child, everything is a trauma. As a child, everything is the worst thing that has ever happened in their lives ever. And nothing will ever be as worse as this day right now because life is pain and sorrow and misery. That's what a child thinks. And that's why when a child is experiencing those emotions, it is your job as an adult, it is your job as a well-rounded human being to take somebody who is hurting and help them become a better person. Because if we all did that, if we all had the common goal of not being dictated by our emotions, merely learn from them, and always have the idea of regardless of who that person is, unless they're a bastard, we'll get to that in a second, unless they're a bastard, no matter who that person is, they deserve to be helped. Okay, there's a huge caveat to that. Huge one. We go, we're helping everybody, what I'm about to say, okay? The moment you decide that your time and your life and your opinion and your thoughts and your emotions and your anything is more important than somebody else's and then you try to dictate how they live their lives, you have jumped off that cliff and you are now part of the problem. Because trust me, if I jumped on everybody who I felt was wrong, there'd be no one left around me, okay? My opinion does not give me any right to tell somebody that they're doing something wrong as long as it is not hurting me or anybody else. And hurting, hurting 
There's a huge thing there too. You don't just hurt. Hurt is not, he makes his kid upset because he makes him do chores and that's not how I would do it. Okay, emotional pain. Again, we talked about that. There's a fine line between being shitty and being good. And ultimately, unless you're the one doing it, you truly do not understand the reasoning. So it's tough, man. There's no perfect answer. Because look what I did. I, I was here. I was there. I went left, right, up, and down. Because ultimately, what we need to try to figure out is the solution. Where is the path? So we're not jumping and jamming and moving everywhere. Where is that path to salvation, right? Like, where is that path to peace and harmony amongst humans? And you know where it is? It's in independence. It's in freedom to fail. It is in freedom to learn from your mistakes and freedom to feel pain from bad decisions. You need, what is the best way to not get hurt? Get hurt once and survive it. Do you know how many times I took just power tools to the dome before I realized how important head safety was? Or how many times I had to almost break my ass falling off a ladder <laughs> until I realized like ladder safety matters. Okay, the older you get, the more experiences you have, the more times you fail, and therefore you will become better. You absolutely will become better with every single failure if you take that failure to a positive place and know that it happened, it has no bearing right now, and it will never touch me again as I move forward. Because the past is just that. It is the past. It can never hurt you again, ever. You can remember it. It can make you sad. It can be a forever lesson. It, the, the event that happened in the past could forever affect your future. You could have a car accident and now you're paralyzed for the rest of your life. That car accident, though, will never hurt you again. You will not, unless you didn't learn from that first experience, that car wreck most likely will not happen again if you truly learned the lesson from what happened, even being paralyzed. And it's, again, I'm not saying that shit doesn't still suck. <laughs> I'm not saying paralyzed people who got hurt and they're depressed have no right to be. They absolutely do, bud. But you only got a couple options at that point. When you're on the bottom, when you feel, okay, when it's life or death at this point, you got two doors to go through. Dead, which is dead, and that's the door, and there's nothing after that door. I don't care what you believe. You have no guarantee. That door is just darkness forever. So if you have peace in the afterlife, that's great. You can go with hope, but you still don't know. Okay, so that is, to, in my opinion, that is the only 100% guaranteed outcome. You go through door A, you're dead. You're dead, period. That's all you know for a fact, 100%. You know what's the complete and total variable, though? The entire rest of your life. Literally, the entire rest of your life is an unknown and is an uncertain for good and bad. You think you're on the bottom now and then you get hit by a double decker tomorrow and you're paralyzed. Your life could get worse. It absolutely could. But I promise you, you know what the fun part about it being able to get worse? It means that you still are in a place that is positive because you're not in the worst possible situation. And that understanding, that knowledge, I really think should bring you some peace because it should. It should bring you peace. Knowing that things can get better, or excuse me, knowing that things can get worse also means that things can get better. 
because you're already better than what you feel will be worse. I don't know. Ha having some perspective, I suppose. I shouldn't be clicking that pen. Having some perspective on where you are, what you have, what you're doing, um, it's just, it means a lot. And it helps a lot. And it's important to not forget what you're doing and where you've been, where you're going, and what you want to do, man. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have all the answers. I just have a lot of words to say in a very specific order. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's my uh, <laughs> thoughts and opinions on that one. And that's, I don't know. I don't know how long I want to make these podcasts. This is the first one. So, it uh, new format means new everything, right? Because what have we even talked about? I still haven't even got to the main topic that I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> and, well, I kind of did, I guess. Multiple failures was really the big, the big question that I w wanted to talk about was just how important it is to fail. I mean, I've had multiple failed YouTubes. <laughs> I've had a current failed, failing YouTube, you know, it, based off of what I define as success, right? So, like, I've tried it all, y'all. I tried Vine. I tried Tick Tick. Well, I'm doing that right now. Um, and some are half failures. Some are complete failures. But the thing is, is you never stop. Like, if this Twitch doesn't work out, I'm going I'm to do something else. I'll make another one. I'll be fat guy in a hot tub. I mean, there's so much to do. Like, I used to do this thing called Five Minutes with Mark where I'd get on every Wednesday and I would do a little Facebook Live thing where you, I would talk to my Facebook groups, and that was back before Facebook was just a cesspool of asshole dust. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was fun, but it failed ultimately. And the number one reason why I failed is because I stopped doing it. So when I first started my cooking show, speaking of my YouTube, so my social media, my very first time where I truly felt, had I stuck with it, I probably would have succeeded and be a millionaire right now is when I started my cooking show um, back in like 2000 and it would have been like 12, I think, 2011, 2012, something like that. And I, I look at some channels now that were very similar to what I had done and they started a little bit after me, but essentially they just were consistent, right? They kept making shows. And now they're millionaires and they're YouTube millionaires and it's great. And that is one gibbles and bits is the, I feel if I would have stayed with it, I would have grown with YouTube as YouTube grew because it wasn't as big back then. And your boy would be probably retired and actually probably wouldn't be watching me because I'd already be a millionaire living in my cave in the woods, man. But again, that's all hindsight. You can't say hindsight is the way to go, man. Because like I said, it's the past. The past is cemented in concrete. Then you cannot change it, man. Nothing. There's nothing you can do to change the past. You can harp on it. You can learn. You can do everything except change it. And that's where I use that now as like a, oh, you don't want to stream today, Mark? You remember Gibbles and Bits? You son of a bitch, like, are you going to miss out again? And that's a huge motivator. So think if I never would have failed bringing her home again, if I never would have failed on my first YouTube, I would lose a huge motivator for right now. 
but I'd be a millionaire. So. Or no, if I wouldn't have failed. Yeah. So if I wouldn't have failed, I wouldn't have failed. And if I wouldn't have started, then I definitely wouldn't have failed. But I'd rather have failed than never have tried. Do you know how many people, do you know how many people just when I tell them all the shit I've done, just, and I could go on and on and on. When I tell them all the shit I've done, they can't believe it. They're like, you did that too? And I'm not embellishing. If anything, I downplay a lot of stuff because it feels like I'm embellishing. Literally telling my story feels like I'm making it up. And I lived it. So I try really hard to just, because I am proud of what I've done. I'm proud of my accomplishments. I'm proud of every failure because every failure is a story. And that's the best part, right? Everything you do is a story. It's another page in your book. It's another chapter for you to tell people about. And I live for the story, man. It was a big part of the depression I was talking about earlier is I feel like as I've gotten a little older, my, I stopped making stories. And that's a bummer, you know, and it, when you feel like the number one thing that you used to go to for confidence and that made you different than everybody, when you notice that that part of you kind of died a little bit, that'll kick anybody into a weird place, you know, and again, I'm not going to bring this back down into the, to the gutter like earlier, but identity is huge. And I'm not talking about this modern bullshit definition of identity. I'm talking about identity for yourself, self-identity, not what other people call you, not what other, however other people see you. How do you see yourself? Because in an empty room, are you happy? Are you only happy when you're on your phone? Because you're not alone when you're on your phone. Hashtag bumper sticker, right? Your identity is how you feel about yourself. Yourself. The only person who can tell you how you feel about yourself is yourself. <laughs> Stop thinking that you need this validation from outside influences. If you're on the TikTok, if you're on the Facebook, if you're on the YouTubes, if you're on the Twitches, right? You should be on it because you want to share yourself with other people. You don't want other people to define who you are. I am the Marcus. I'm not bald and bearded because it's a selling point and you guys would leave me if I didn't, right? I do it. Because I love my beard. I'm going bald. So I'm leaning straight hard into it. Jeez, look at that widow's peak. Right? So, and it's who I am though. I love being big and barley and bearded. And it's like that personifies me. I'm only doing it because it makes me happy. But I will also throw on a onesie and rock it with nobody's business. Because I don't give a shit how other people perceive what I do or what I, like how I dress. What I really care about is the actions. The only thing that I care about other people thinking about me is my actions. What has Marcus done? And this is why I think negatively about what he's done. Right? Because my actions are the thing I have complete and total control over. Even when I'm freaking out, even when I'm raging out, even when I'm lost in the spiral of red, man. I am dictated. I made that shit happen. I allowed my emotions to control me. That is me. It's not my emotions. My emotions are reckless and crazy by definition. And because of that, if you got a raging bull and you don't put him in a fence, it's your fault. Whatever that bull breaks is your fault. Because you're the farmer. 
I'm and I'm the bull or some I don't know. There's an analogy in here somewhere, right? <laughs> and you just your actions are what matter the most. So and if you truly understand yourself, if you truly take the time to know who you are, you will be able to control those emotions. I promise. Because you will know what your emotions do. You will know that you cry at a bounty commercial because that bear just reminds me so much of him. You know? Like, if you understand that, you can either control those emotions because you know they're coming and you can guide them like a raging river. And maybe you may be a little fruppy. You may, oh, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. Sorry, I'm just kind of having a moment. And then you move on, but you own it. You, you be upset while working at 100%. And you're going to hate it, and you're going to be pissed, and you're motherfucker, And you're going to just, I swear, I just don't understand. And you're going to be grumbling and mumbling and bumbling all to yourself. You're going to be pissed. But that's okay. Just be pissed. Move forward with it. Move forward in your anger. That's what I do. I grumble, mumble, bumble all the time. These stupid motherfuckers. You know, but it doesn't stop me. It just is what it is. It's an emotion. It's like... Think of it like a bruise or like an, a cut or an injury, right? You get hurt, oh, son of a, and you're bleeding and it hurts and it's the worst pain you've ever been in because you most likely haven't been in very much pain. You put a little bandy on it and it hasn't healed yet, but that initial hit, that initial crazy has hit you already. You knew what the pain was or you didn't know what it was. It hit you. You, oh. You collected yourself, you collected that pain, and now you're just dealing with that pain of that cut until it heals. It's the same with emotions, y'all. I'm telling you. An emotion, an emotional response is an injury to your brain, to the way you think, to the way your neurons combobulate together, okay? What do you do when you get hurt? You fix it to the best of your ability. Sometimes... It takes years. Think about like a broken hip on an old person or a really bad disease. Sometimes you can't heal it at all. It's like cancer. But you know what you can do? Even if you have cancer, you can try to be comfortable. You can be with your loved ones while you're suffering, but at least you're still with your loved ones. It's okay if you're alone. You can either spend the rest of your days just thinking about how you're going to die or you can use that time to appreciate that, hey, at least it used to be all right. There's always a positive. I'm telling you all, there is. And if there's not, you need to talk to me because I bet y'all find it. Well, I think we got there <laughs> for, the, for the podcast part at least. Um, I guess one thing that's kind of cool with not having the sister, which I love you, sister, so much. Don't let me think. Don't let you think I don't. Is that a lot of times people don't like to talk about some of the stuff that I like to talk about. It's just a little more charged than most people feel comfortable doing. And um, since I like talking about those things, that means I can talk about them on the podcast now. <laughs> so it's definitely not the same. I, I miss the sister. But like I said, her reasons are a thousand percent. I agree with them without a doubt. So. There's absolutely no, nothing against her. Um, so yeah, but I don't remember how we used to, how'd we used to end it? And as always, 
Peace out, Girl Scouts. Yeah.